This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. I am so excited for this episode. So most agency owners will tell you that going from a me to a we is one of the absolute hardest parts of fully transitioning to an agency model business. In today's mini coaching session, Bianca Smith is going through just that. Bianca is the owner and founder of Simplified VA Services, a VA agency helping small businesses grow their businesses through outsourcing. She's an Air Force veteran and mill spouse currently stationed in Madrid, Spain. So basically, now we're best friends. (laughs) Bianca is doing big things, and with some time and tweaks, her agency is going to be 100% rocking, and she'll be able to release the reins and release the overwhelm. Let's go chat with Bianca. Hey, Bianca, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. It's so good to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to answer your question, coach you through your question. Before we get to that, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. So my name is Bianca, and I'm the CEO and founder of Simplified VA Services. We primarily help business coaches outsourcing their business with Pinterest management, general administrative tasks, as well as social media management. And I am a military spouse currently stationed in Madrid, Spain. I love it. Madrid is like my absolute favorite place ever. One of my life goals is to own an apartment in Madrid. So you are like living out my life goals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get my husband to buy an apartment here before we leave in three and a half Yes. (laughs) Tell him, yes, do it. Tell him like Tasha would appreciate it. He's going to be like, who's Tasha? And why would she appreciate it? But just tell him to do it anyway. (laughs) Well, awesome. So I would love for you to uh, tell our audience about what your question was and we'll go from there. Yes. So I'm starting to build out my business as an agency. Right now, I'm dealing mainly one-on-one with clients, but I became booked out in August and it was very hard for me to grow, even with having a team. I love management side of the business. I've always been in management when I was in my nine to five, even when I'm a veteran. So even when I was in the military, I was overseeing a team as well. So I love the agency model. And when I started my business, I knew that I wanted to go that route. So it kind of helped me as I was going through my journey, but then I felt like I got stuck and I didn't know where to go from there. So my question is, as I'm going through this journey right now of growing my agency, I'm realizing that people don't like the word agency. They said that it makes them feel as if I'm going to hand them off to someone and they're not going to have any direct contact with me. But I want my agency to feel like a team, to let them know that they're going to have a team behind them. So how do I get them to feel comfortable when I'm on discovery calls? Oh, I love that question. So 
I think that every agency owner deals with this because going from a me to a we, as I like to call it, is a big jump, right? So there's a couple things. I would love to know when, basically you might've answered this, but I'm going to ask again. So when you are getting on those discovery calls and you say the word agency, are you feeling like they immediately think that they're not going to have direct access to you? Is that what their fear is? Okay. Yes. When I first started doing discovery calls and I was using the word agency, I can see the look on their face. And I've had two people that actually told me, well, I don't want to work with your agency. I want to work directly with you. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you're still, you're still going to have contact with me. We're still going to meet. But one person even went as far as to say, well, I don't want nobody else touching anything in my business besides you. And that's not going to work. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> it's not going to work. And so that kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how to move past those that are saying, I don't want to work with the agency. So I switched the agency model with more of, you're going to work with me and my team. And I'm trying to use the word team more versus agency. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes it's about the words that we use, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I have an agency and I say agency all the time and I have never had people bulk at that. I think it's how we kind of set it up and making sure that we are infusing our agency and our team with all of our marketing from the very beginning. So the idea needs to be introduced, not during the discovery call, but from the first time that they see anything about your business, right? So if you were to go to the Launch Guild, yes, my face is all over the website and we're changing that soon. (laughs) We're getting a new website soon, but none of it's me. It's all like we and our instead of me and my, right? Those sorts of things. And then even if you look at our social media, a lot of times I'm no longer saying like, I was just on this podcast. It'll say like, Our CEO, Tasha Booth, was on a podcast. You know, that languaging helps your clients or your potential clients to understand from the very beginning about how you work. I also think it's really important to infuse your team into the whole process. So for the Launch Guild, we have a team page, you know, so that they can start getting to know your team. Because here's the reality. The fear is... Not that they're going to be working with somebody else, right? The fear is really the, or the base of the fear is that they're not going to get the same level of service, the same level of experience of outcome that they're getting with Mm -hmm. you. And so if you can work them through and assuage that fear, then it's a much easier to sell to be like, you know, you're going to be working or your primary point of contact is going to be Suzy Q and Suzy Q is absolutely amazing when it comes to Dubsado setups or whatever the case may be, right? So making sure that we are talking our team up through the entire thing and that our team and the words agency is part of are kind of infused and woven through our entire marketing process, not just when they're getting to the discovery call. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. That was another question that I had was the verbiage on my website. I'm in the middle of changing it because it is a lot of I, me. Even on my social media, I'm still very much the face behind my brand. So it's very hard for me, though, to go from I to we. I keep having to catch myself when I'm typing Mm -hmm. social media posts. And then do you recommend even on your website to have a team page? Oh, yeah. I love having the team page because people are going to look around, you know, when they're going to look at your services and everything, they're going to go to your about page. They're going to look around. And the more you can show that like, these are real people, you know, we have like a couple of the things that are interesting about them and their Enneagram or their Colby A, like a little bit so that they feel like they're already getting to know the team. And I think that that's going to be really important for selling it. And the reality is it's going to be hard for you to start 
remembering to say, you know, we and our, when you've been saying me and my for so long, but it's just about practicing it and really changing and fully committing to transferring or transitioning into an agency model business. If you're going to do an agency model business, because here's the reality. And people say all the time to me, like, you know, they're coming to me for me, or, you know, they want to work with me because of me, which Mm -hmm. is partially (laughs) true because you're a great person. Right. But the reality is like, even though you are a great person, if you started doing lousy work tomorrow, people would stop coming to you, right? Because you weren't doing great work. And Mm -hmm. so the reality is that the clients that you're getting, you're getting because you produce great outcomes. And we can hire great team members, onboard them correctly, train them correctly in order for them to be able to create those same great outcomes that we're creating for our clients. So I think sometimes, actually a lot of times, The fear that is being conjured up in the discovery call actually comes from our own fear of letting go. And if we Mm -hmm. can release our own fear of letting go by doing some of those front end things like changing the verbiage and the languaging on our page and having our team members more as a forefront on our website and even on our social media and stuff like that, then our clients will start releasing their fears because they'll be seeing their faces and all of those things, you know, in the very beginning. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I was really stuck on that. Like, do I put my team on there? Do I not? All of my clients definitely know I have a team, but I didn't want to make them uncomfortable with seeing, you know, different members of my team on Facebook or Instagram or on my website. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it would really maybe bring my brand together that we are a team because I am, my agency would consist of military spouses and civilians. And I want to make that very known as well, that we do employ a lot of military spouses. Mm -hmm. And so I think that would be great to have that on like a team section on my website. I love that. I love that you're employing military spouses. You know, I'm a military spouse, so I love it. (laughs) Yes. And it's great. And I think that, you know, also your ideal clients will understand that and they will honor that and appreciate that. Because here's the other bottom line. When we are like kowtowing to our clients by allowing them to create or to decide the trajectory of our business, which we are doing when they say, you know, I only want to work with you. And so you say, okay, I'll work with you directly. You know, you are letting that client decide the trajectory of your business. And I'm sure you didn't get in business to then be basically an employee to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm, Because you're, you're, you're putting yourself back in that employee position because you're letting them decide what you do and you don't do. And so recognizing that not every person is going to be our ideal client and who your ideal client no longer is, is anybody who doesn't understand and is not okay with the fact that you are now an agency model business and that you have a team of excellent people who can execute excellently and do great work for your clients. Yes, that's great. I think I'm definitely going to try to implement that since I'm in the middle of redoing my website. It's definitely to use a different verbiage and to let them know that we do employ military spouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question I had was right now, none of, nobody on my team are going to be client facing. I'm going to be meeting with the client, strategizing. My team is going to be doing the implementation part. Do you think I'm setting myself up long term by not having them start as client facing? Or do you recommend that we build that slowly? So yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. (laughs) I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, (laughs) but I'm telling you this because I've been there, done that, wrote the book. 
So I did it very much, very similarly to you when I first started. And honestly, I was just like, agency model is not for me. You know, if I, if we're going to continue down this road, like I can't do it because the reason is the, the reason that you started an agency model business is because you got booked out on your own. Right. And so if you are still the pivot point, if you're still the center of everything, you are going to get booked out on your own. Yes, it may take a few more clients before you're booked out again, but you're still the person that everything has to go through. You know what I mean? And so if you continue down that, you're going to hit that brick wall again of this is as big as my company can get. So I think that that's another way that you help your clients be able to see that they're going to get great service through your team members. Now there does still need to be some oversight, but it's not the micromanaging kind. It's the mentorship kind. It's the, let's see how we can better communicate with this client. Here are some things that worked for me in the past, right? It's really like leading from behind instead of leading from ahead with your team members. And that's going to open it up for you to be able to create a much larger team that is able to take full ownership over that client experience from start to finish in a way that's also going to be really exciting for them and feel really fulfilling for them as well. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think of that. If I can be totally honest, that kind of scares me. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it is scary to say, okay, this is the person you're going to be dealing with. But I think you're right. As I grow, there's no way that I'm going to be able to strategize and do everything. And that was the whole point of building the agency. And I didn't know if I was setting myself up for failure by not doing that in the beginning. How do you start that conversation out with a potential client that they are going to be dealing with another member of my team? Yeah. So when you have a potential client on a discovery call, first of all, we're going to change the front end experience so that by the time they're actually on the call with you, they fully understand that it's not just you, you know, that there is a team and you are an agency. So that's going to definitely help the conversation and situation so much, even infuse it into like those reminder emails that they get, you know, about their call time and stuff like that. Like my team and I, we, you know, all of those things is going to be super helpful. And then I just make it very matter of fact. So I don't even do my discovery calls anymore, but when I was doing discovery calls for my team or for my agency, I would say, so here's how this works. You have a primary point of contact after we've, you know, chatted for a while. I really think that Danny would be a great virtual assistant for you. She's got XYZ in terms of skill set and she's so fun to work with. And I think that you guys are just going to get along so well. And so basically, Danny would be the one that you would go to. If you have any questions, she would be the one that you're talking to, you know, every day or once a week, that sort of thing. And then if there's ever anything that's not going well or anything, you can feel free to email me. I'm happy to, you know, chat or whatever. But Danny's great. And I think you're going to do fantastic with her. So really setting just matter of factly, first of all, this is our process. This is how things work in our agency and your business, right? And then laying it out in terms of starting to talk up Danny or talk up whatever, mm -hmm. you know, whoever the person is in your business and really making that potential client excited about the opportunity to work with that person. Okay. So start at the front end, maybe having yeah. that garbage on my website, letting them know in the emails, discovery calls, making them feel comfortable that a member of my team is going to be working with them. And most importantly, that I have that trust in my team. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. You are on your way. I love this. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I hope this was super helpful. And yeah, I know that, you know, agencies take time and I would say mm -hmm. definitely. And for your current clients too, the, the biggest struggle is going to be 
shifting your current clients to this new, you know, new place. So just know that that takes time and that's going to take some conversations and everything should go in slow motion in terms of making that happen. But it sounds like you're well on your way and you got this. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all of that um, value and insight. And I can't wait to get started on definitely changing some of the verbiage and building my team. Absolutely. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you.